we go over to Tory and Lane's same type of thing, booty clapping for this uh, melanin midget, and it's like, <laughs> and it's like I don't melanin know <laughs> midget. I think that's a disrespectful. That's a, that is a derogatory term. <laughs> they prefer little person. Okay, people are out here booty clapping for this melanin munchkin. Okay, <laughs> and it's like, why? <laughs> Why? Why y'all love Daystar that much? That his music isn't even all that good. His music ain't that good for no. me. First of all, he can't make an original song to save his life. Every song is a cover. Sample. It's a sample of something. Say it. Now that one went hard. Do it. But that was a cover. A sample. I I I a sample, sample songs from a sampled nigga, a sample size nigga. <laughs> happy Friday, happy Friday, and welcome to Conversations for the Culture. I am your host, Micah Butler. And I am your host, Portia Harris, and we are here to give you the content. We're giving them the content, y'all. We're giving them the content. So before we start off, how was your week? Listen, y'all pray for your girl, okay? Mm -hmm. Pray for your girl because my job, as much, I tell people all the time that I actually love my job. I love what I do. I love the company that I work for. So, um, I mean, if I had to work, I don't want to work, obviously. But if I had to work, I'm glad that I work for the place that I work for. Um. But, you know, they bamboozled me, led astray, mm. hoodwinked. How so? <laughs> uh, because, so you remember a few weeks back, we had to push, <laughs> we had to push recording the show back mm -hmm. um, a few hours because I had to work an event early in the morning. Facts, I so remember. Hit, yeah. So they hit me up and they're just like, hey. Uh, do you want to work another event? It's not super early in the morning. Uh, like last time, it's like at three o'clock on third on on like Wednesday and Thursday. Those are Wednesdays and Thursdays are my two off days. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm thinking it's gonna be like something real, real cute, like for three hours, four hours, maybe, maybe like a three to six, maybe a three to seven, something real cute. And I'm like, yeah, okay, extra money. That's fine. That's fine. No, they didn't got me, y'all. It's a whole shift. It's a whole Ooh. shift. Like the event, I have to be there at three. The event doesn't start until later. The event doesn't end until like eight something. But then we have to take everything apart, put like put everything back, clean up. So that means we're not done till like nine thirty. So that means I'm getting home at like ten thirty, and I'm like. I'm, that's that's a, that's a shift. Yeah, that's a whole shift. Time. So, and then I gotta work the next day, like at my actual job. I gotta work the next day. So they got me and this other girl, and we like, man, y'all got us this time, this time. But not again, mm. not again. So technically, I'm working twelve days straight, y'all. Your girl. It's tired. I'm on day seven right now. Is it day seven? Yeah, day seven. 
We almost there. We almost there. Well, push through. I believe in you. I believe in you, Black Queen. Push through. <laughs> um, I'm also giving you scary spice. Y'all can't see I like it. it. I like it. I like it. It's it's something. It's giving scary spice. It's giving Wakanda forever. Yes. You know. I love Wakanda forever. Um, well, I guess I'll tell you about my week, even though you never ask about mine. Oh. You don't care. Um, that's okay, though. You know, <laughs> Protect black men, y'all. <laughs> we matter, too. Um, <laughs> I, I was, was getting good. to it, huh? I was getting to it. Uh, we was getting into it, sure. Um, <laughs> my week was good. My week was good. Um, yeah, overall, my week was good. I, I, I was under the weather the other day. I think it was like food poisoning or something. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, that was a rough twenty-four. But you know, we pushed through. We pushed through. Dropped the episode on Tuesday, as you know. Um. Yeah, we moving, we moving, we we moving and we shaking. Uh, next did you Friday, to me like I told you too. I did, I did. See, he ain't tell you that. I told him all the <laughs> things to do. Tell him to drink tea, drink some ginger ale. Yeah, See? even though ginger ale doesn't really work, it's more of a mindset. It works for black people. <laughs> yeah, we just made that <laughs> stuff up, and we really, really believe that it's a real thing. Ginger ale is a placebo, <laughs> basically. Um, but yeah, overall, I'm good. Next week, I'm excited. It's our 25th episode. Woo! And we just surpassed um, 1,000 total plays. So shout out to everybody who listens to this show. Shout out to um, everybody who, um, you know, goes ahead and inboxes me and tells me, like, you know, that they are. Um, actually, I got a message. I won't say their name, but they said, as an LGBT parent, who lives with a daughter who goes to school and loves to talk about her two moms. I'm so glad you created a podcast that talks about real issues and you hit the head on the nail. So this was on the, um, well, what we talked about last week with mm -hmm. Zaya Wade. And then also what we talked about on Tuesday, me and Damani, um, talking about the don't say gay bill in Florida. Um, so we said, uh, she said you hit the head on the kicking black children out and then ending and then them ending up in abuse and sex trafficking. I know too many stories on both accounts. So what we're doing um, is making a difference. The conversations that we're having here, they're making a difference. So we're going to continue to bring We're going to continue to bring it. Also, um, last week's uh, <laughs> Chickens Have Titties too was very popular. I had a lot of people <laughs> inboxing me about that quote. <laughs> Listen, people want to know where the chicken at. Listen, by the way, I found some chicken wings as well. Yes, I went to Trader Joe's yesterday and I um, got like three packs. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, shout out to Trader Joe's. Shout out to everyone that listens to this show. Micah and I are extremely grateful. I know I'm extremely grateful, 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 grateful. Grateful, 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 gratefulness. He's just can't, he can't help himself. He can't he can't help himself, y'all. But yes, that is that is exactly how we feel. So we're very grateful for y'all. I'm very for I'm very grateful. Gratefulness. I'm very grateful for Micah for inviting me to be a part yeah. of his space. Listen. So and this is just the beginning. 
If you think that we've got, if you think we've gotten radical with our message, you yeah, ain't heard right. nothing yet. Okay. And if you don't know, now you know. But speaking of, we're gonna start the spicy take. Come on, talk to me. What's your spicy take? Listen, my spicy take today is we're talking about celebrities and the price that comes with it. Mm. Shout um, out to the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> not the Illuminati. Not okay. not today. Not today. We're not okay. getting into that. Um, but my question is. Do celebrities have to give up their privacy for fame and fortune? Mm. Or is that something that they just have to give up? Or is that something that we as consumers or fans or just the general public have to take a step back and realize, hey, these are people, real people, with real mm -hmm. lives and real feelings, Um that just want that's just doing what they love and just want to live their lives i guess um but at the same time i mean i don't know man i don't know <clears throat> i mean you don't have to do nothing but die that's the only thing that's that true. you got to do um, <laughs> I ain't right. Stay black and die. <laughs> Stay black and die. <laughs> um, no. Um, I think. Hmm. Up, I, I think that no, in tongues. to a certain extent, you're going to the the bigger the platform, the more privacy that you're going to give up. Exactly. Period. Period. That comes with the territory. Also, when you invite people into your space constantly. That's also going to revoke a lot of privacy. People like right. Frank Ocean doesn't he he doesn't invite people to his space like that. Exactly. So his privacy isn't quote unquote invaded or any of that because he gives us what he wants to give us when he wants to give it, and then he goes back to the Frank Ocean Island. Period. <laughs> people like Tina Turner the same way. Where's Tina Turner? We don't hear nothing from Tina Turner. Listen, Tina Turner gave us what's love got to do with it. Mm -hmm. And she was just like, here. Mother said, you want to know about me? Here you go. I'm going back to my island. Hello? Um, <laughs> and then there's people like the crap Darsh the crap Dashians who <laughs> the crap Dashians who are always showing us themselves. And then getting angry when Oh, they, I just wanna. I don't know. Live a normal life. No, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. But I do feel like some fans and some of you know the people they do too much. I feel like they are one hundred percent. Yeah, like we have this weird type of ownership. We think that we own these celebrities, and we think that they are indebted to us just because you buy somebody's music just because you follow somebody on instagram just because whatever it is they don't owe you nothing hello yeah yeah so that's what my those that's my thoughts on it i mean it's just one of those things like another another thing like beyonce mm -hmm. you don't know you don't know nothing about beyonce's life unless beyonce tell you and by the mm -hmm. time she tell you it's over and done with Hello. Unless something happens in the elevator and somebody <laughs> releases the footage. Listen. That's but it's that's the same it. thing. 
it's the same thing with like just life in general. People get on Facebook, they get on Twitter, they get on Instagram. My baby, daddy, this, this, that, and the other. And then the next sentence, they're like, Y'all need to stop being nosy. Y'all need to stay out of my business. <laughs> stop putting your business on the internet. Hello? Yo, if you don't want someone to be in your business, mm-hmm. don't put it out there. Don't put it out there, period. Don't put it out there. But yeah, that's my spice. That's my spicy take. Listen, what what y'all think? Definitely comment, put it in the comment on Apple. Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to this. Do you guys think that celebrities should get upset or celebrities should just, it's the price of fame. You're giving up your privacy for fame and fortune. For fame. Fame and fortune, huh? Listen, and being wanting to be a celebrity in general means you a little bit of an attention whore anyway. Just a little bit. Not a lot, just a little bit. Attention whore. Um, <laughs> all right, so where I want to go with this next, right? Where I want to go with this next, let's talk about um, <sighs> my spicy take. My spicy take, okay? People are not gonna like it, but that's okay. I'm gonna like it, okay? People not gonna I like this spicy that take, way. but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say it, Kevin Durant. Slithering snake. <laughs> Mr. Jolly Rancher in his veins himself. All right. Mr. Don't brush his head. Oh, let's not do that. Yeah, <laughs> because y'all don't like it when we, you know, he got alopecia. So give him the same respect you gave Jada. Do he really have alopecia? Yep. Okay, so, never mind. I'll take it back. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. He might. I'm just making that up. <laughs> but, but still, you didn't know that she had it. So. You know, we don't talk about that type of stuff. Okay, now, anyways, <laughs> Kevin Durant has never been a leader. Show has He's never been a leader. And I think it wakes up a conversation of just because you're the best player on the team doesn't mean that you're a leader. That doesn't inherently make you a leader. Because I look back, and he's always been number two. He was number two in college to Greg Oden. When he came into the league, he was number two to Greg Oden. While he was in the league, he was number two to LeBron James. His whole entire career, he'd been number two to LeBron James. Yeah, people are like, oh, he surpassed LeBron James. Y'all are bold-faced lie. He never surpassed LeBron James. And now, the, now that LeBron is like, what, 36, 37, <clears throat> he's on the downswing of his career. He's still great, but... As much as it pains me to say it, he's not the greatest player in the NBA. Hey, listen. But Kevin Durant isn't either. Kevin Durant is not the greatest. He's still number two behind Giannis. So Kevin Durant is the proverbial two. And there's nothing wrong with being the two. All right? Somebody got to be the number two. Somebody got to be Robin, and that's who Kevin Durant is. (laughs) We going to get a little bit spicier. But he's never been a leader. When he was in Oklahoma, he was never a leader there. He was the Robin. He could have been. He could have, but he wasn't because he diverted to Russell Russell Westbrook and he let Russell be Batman half the time when you're supposed to be Batman. But he could have, he also could have 
tried to change that. Dy- I mean, I don't know how you could change that dynamic when you give it to somebody, but mm-hmm. he could have also tried to change that dynamic. But then he started, he moved to um, Oakland. Mm-hmm. And I mean, do you still number two? There. No number two. Well, I wouldn't say that he was the best player on the. He was by far the best player on the Golden State Warriors. The MVP showed it. However, however, he wasn't a leader on the team. Once again, you could be the best player on a team without being a leader. Steph Curry is a leader of men. Mm-hmm. LeBron James is a leader of men. Kobe Bryant, a leader of men. Kevin De- Michael Jordan, a leader of men. 100%. Kevin Durant has never been a leader of men. Then he went to Brooklyn, and what has he done in Brooklyn? So last week, I <laughs> made a bold prediction. We did pretenders versus blah, 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 right? Yes, we did. Who showed up to be the biggest pretenders of them all? The people who I thought was going to the finals. Brooklyn. Embarrassing. Got swept. Embarrassing. Swept. How do you have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and you get swept? I understand it's team ball, and Boston's really good. I didn't realize how good Boston was until I watched this series. Because I usually don't watch Boston because they're historically like a... Um, racist? <laughs> a racist white team. <laughs> like, whenever I think of racism in the NFL, I think of, like, New England. I think of, <laughs> you know, I, I That's think not of all right. Green Bay. I think of those teams. When I, think of racist, I just don't yeah. like Green Bay. Yeah, I just think they're racist. Uh, <laughs> then when I think of the NBA, I think of racism, and I automatically go to Boston. Even though they've had black players, I just feel like when the black player messes up there, like those fans just... <laughs> oh, they hit them with the hard ER. Nigger! <laughs> <laughs> they hit them straight with the hard ER. So, yeah, they got swept by Boston. Kyrie, still Kyrie. Wherever he goes, see, he should have, he should have. And that's the thing, too. Kyrie's not a leader either. He showed us that in Boston. He showed us in Boston that he wasn't a leader. And them young boys ran him up out of there. Jason Tatum, who ended up beating him. Jalen Brown, who ended up beating him. They ran him up out of there. He's a beta male. Kevin Durant is a beta male pretending to be tough guys on the internet. You just lost the freaking, you just got swept. Swept. And you're on Instagram taking shots at Charles Barkley because he said that you're just a bus driver. You are a bus driver. Ooh. Go do what LeBron James did when he left Miami and went back to Cleveland and won. Go do that, Kevin Durant. Go do that. Kyrie Irving, you should have stayed with LeBron. Because as much as I hate to say this, LeBron needs Kyrie Irving and Kyrie Irving needs LeBron. I agree with that. Kyrie is LeBron's best teammate he's ever had and vice versa I think even though Kyrie always said that he wanted to step out of LeBron's shadow I feel like LeBron was that driving force that made Kyrie Irving who Kyrie Irving was yeah because before LeBron what was he doing he was putting up numbers but the team sucked the Cavs sucked LeBron Kyrie Irving, if Kyrie Irving had never gotten LeBron, he would have been John Wall. John Wall has all the talent in the world. He came to my job once. High as a kite. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Um, So, 
Yeah. Katie's a loser. Okay. <laughs> to wrap this up before we go to break, <laughs> Katie's a loser. Um, and granted, yeah, I'm not in the NBA. So before somebody's like, how can you call somebody a loser who makes more money than you? Um, well, you're a loser too. Um, <laughs> we are commentators. That's what we do. We commentate. Exactly. This is our job. Okay. So when you get sponsorships to do this job and when you have people listening to you every week, then you can, um, have an opinion until then. God bless you. Thank but you, you don't because you don't work. That's the problem <laughs> with everyone nowadays. They don't want to get up and work. I don't understand it. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, guys. So this has been a spicy take. Um, so I gotta change my predictions now. Um <laughs> I still think Golden State is pulling out of the um out of the West. Um sure. out and out the east. Um, I don't even know. I know you keep saying Miami, but Boston looks really good. I think I'm still going to stay with Miami because I can't turn my back on my husband. I feel you. Um, but nobody's playing basketball like Jason. I mean, Giannis, of course, but Jason Tatum is just like on a whole nother level. Yeah, that's true. That's Spicy true. take number two. Jason Tatum's better than Kevin Durant. Ooh. <laughs> that is a spicy take. Hold on now. You he don't owned, if you didn't upset. see, he owned him. You are all series long. Locked him upset. up. Locked him Listen, down. You were going to have KD open up another um, fake Twitter account, mm -hmm. and he's going to comment on the podcast. That's cool. Just call it Beta Snake at Beta Snake. <laughs> all right, y'all. This is conversation for the culture. We're going to take a break and pay the bills, and then we will be bye bye. I be like jumping on my words then we will be back after this we gonna get right back to the conversation but before we do i need you to go to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash it's micah b that's www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash it's micah b check it out as you know, I'm a content creator, podcaster, TikToker, YouTuber, all of the above. If you want to support the work that I'm doing, if you want to support the content, if you want to donate to the show, if you want to give to the cause, just go to that website and throw a coffee my way, throw a couple of dollars my way and check it out. When you do that, it allows us to grow this show. It allows us to grow our YouTube. It allows us to grow the other platforms so we can continue to give you the best conversations that we can. Speaking of conversations... Let's get back to it. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Conversations for the Culture podcast, you guys. So we're about to get into a few topics today. So first things first, you guys, my heart, I just, I can't take it. America's favorite girls are grown. And I just, I don't know how I feel about it. Um, Sasha Obama has a boyfriend. A boyfriend. A boyfriend. I can't. I can't, y'all. I can't. How I old is can't. Sasha now? She twenty. Wow, time flies, and we're getting old. We getting old, dog. We getting old, and I just wow. She's gonna be twenty one in June. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Is she a Gemini or a Cancer? 
I don't know. I don't know signs and all of that. When's her actual birthday? June 10th. June 10th, she's a Gemini. Oh, dear. Yeah. I don't know nothing about that stuff. Oh, dear. So talk to us about who her boyfriend is. Come on, come on, give us so, a seat. I, mean, I already I'm, know. I'm about, but... to, I'm about to give you all the seat. I'm about to give you all the seat. So her boyfriend is Clifton Powell Jr. Pinky's boy? Yes. Yes. I tell you. I give me a re give me a reason. I look when I saw this, I cracked up. You cannot, you cannot. I was on the floor laughing. Why but did you crack up? Like his because that's just that's exactly that's exactly what I thought of. That's okay. the exact scene that I thought of. And I just like, and he looks exactly like his daddy. You think something? I feel like he does. He a cute little thing thing. He cute. He cute. Michael, you're on mute. Or I can't hear you. Um, he's a very he's a very tall um gentleman. Um <laughs> gentleman. I think he, uh, no, I don't, uh, from looking them up, he uh, used to play basketball. He did. He used to play basketball. He is now a film um, director, director. Mm -hmm. um, and he's a brother. I'm sorry. I had to say it. He, that's So when you sent me the link, like before I even clicked on it, I was like, please let him be a brother. Please let him be a brother. Please. Uh, and then I seen it. I said, yes, he's a black man. Oh, yes, <laughs> Sasha. Because, you know, Malia. <laughs> Malia has forsaken. You know, I'm you just know, gonna be with her, Connor I'm gonna and Chad. Grow. I'm gonna let her grow. You know, she's dating a, a young man from overseas. Um, Malia is t uh, Malia is Tamara, <laughs> and Sasha is Tia. Don't <laughs> stop. <laughs> Please, like please, no, please, like please. Sasha always came out like she had a little bit more swag, you know, where Malia was more, you know. Call me, baby. Here's my number. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where, <laughs> where, uh, <laughs> where Sasha came out baking soda. I got baking soda. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> as long as Malia has changed her circle of friends. Listen, because then people would had her all on the on the internet smoking weed and <laughs> taking shots. My cousin, uh, my cousin was actually there the year that Malia was at Lollapalooza, and um, he actually stood right next to her, and he was like, "Yeah, I was standing right." He was like, "Well, I was standing right next to Secret Service, but I was like right next to her." <laughs> I was like, okay, check you out. Stand next to the president's daughter. Well, shout, but, out to, shout out to Sasha Obama. We love to see it. Um, we love to see it. Shout out to Clifton Powell Jr. We love to see it. Um, and don't sleep <laughs> on Clifton, Clifton Powell. He's way, way more than just um pinky. This man has range. He's been he's played pastors, he's played gangsters. He's played pimp. Gangster pastors. <laughs> Gangster pastors. <laughs> pimp pastors. Like <laughs> Eve's daddy. Um, like Clifton Powell has played everybody. He even played Dr. King in the movie. So like shout out to Clifton Powell. 
um, black excellence at its finest. Speaking of black excellence, okay, uh, keeping in line with black excellence, keeping in line with the Obamas. The Obamas. <laughs> right now, the queen, and we love her, okay? We love this woman. We love, 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 love Viola Davis. However, however, Viola Davis, ma'am, auntie, mother, <laughs> you gotta you gotta take this L, okay? You gotta take this L, Black Queen. Um, so she's upset, right? Because of the backlash that she's been getting online because of her portrayal of Michelle Obama, right? Well. Um, she did this thing. She made this. She made this choice, and we all make choices. And as actors and actresses, they make lots of choices when it comes to attacking their roles. Um, one of her choices was to do this scrunched up pursed lips while she was talking, <laughs> and like this really just weird face that she did. Yeah, I um, wish you could see me and Lizzie right now because we are cutting up. <laughs> oh cutting my up. goodness! Um, it was okay. Have you seen the Have you seen this series? Um, what the first lady? I right? have, first lady. It's called First Lady. I have not seen it, but I've seen enough clips <laughs> of Michelle Obama or Viola playing Michelle that I'm just like Viola, baby. <laughs> No, auntie, no, 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 no. It's like she was doing it and then she would say her line and then go. <laughs> She'd be like, I feel like, you know, you wrong. I feel <laughs> like I feel like I was watching Saturday Night Live, watching Mad TV. Like Not Mad TV. Yeah, Shout it was giving TV. like a skit, you know, like when they do the skits of the people like that's what the yeah. vibe was and i'm like wait is this supposed to be a parody movie is this supposed to be i mean serious is this supposed to be serious and no it was supposed to be serious as hell she was serious as hell and she thinks she ate and then she was like but then she's kind of like yeah sometimes you know we make decisions and they're not going to always be popular but um i don't believe i, know what I don't believe in critics did you read that when she was like oh i don't believe critics have too much of a voice blah blah no take your l viola because we love Law Roach said this um, on the TV show Legendary. He said, "You love it when we live for you, but we're not when we're not here for it. You want to get an attitude." The same can be said about Viola. She loves when we talked about how to get away with murder. She loved when we talked about fences and all the other amazing roles that she's done. But when we don't live for you, it's like, oh, the critics' voice don't matter. The critics' voice mattered when they got you, when everybody was raving about your performance in Fences that got you that Oscar. Hello. The critics mattered when everybody was raving about your performance in How to Get Away with Murder that got you that Emmy. Hello. The, crimi the critics mattered when you got your Tony for Fences. Hello. Damn, she got a lot of awards. Shout out to Freddie Roosevelt, <laughs> <laughs> the king of saying hello. So all of that to say, the critics' voice do matter. So just because you decided to purse your little lips like that, purse your lips and make that ugly face, <laughs> and I feel like I want I want to know what Michelle Obama felt about this performance. I definitely want to know what Michelle thinks because. <laughs> First of all, if I was Michelle, I'd be like, do I really look like that? <laughs> Is <laughs> that how you think all, I look? <laughs> second of all, I don't look like that. 
<laughs> That's how I feel like Michelle would be like, I don't look like that. Do I look like that? Barack, do I look like now Michelle? Uh of course you don't, Michelle. You know, uh Michelle. So yeah, I don't know, y'all. Um, it was it was weird. Um, I mean, Viola Davis is still Viola Davis, she's still black excellence, she's still a queen, but this was not a good performance. This is an also, L. huh? I also feel like they kind of missed the ball with the with who they had played Barack. I didn't see him actually act as Barack, but mm-hmm. I saw the actor that they had as Barack, and I was like, y'all couldn't find somebody that looked a little bit more like him. <sighs> yeah. So um <laughs> it's terrible. But that's okay. We still love you, Viola. We still love you. So what you got over there? I heard some things is going down with Nini. Listen, Nini wants all the smoke. That's what it is. Yes. Nini, Nini leaks y'all. Auntie Nini, she is coming for Bravo and Andy Cohen's necks. Okay? She's coming for their necks. She's coming for their pockets. She's coming for the coin. Nini leaks as she is should. doing as she should. Nini leaks is suing Andy Cohen, Bravo, and I believe it's like NBC um, Universal, Universal, NBC Universal, True, anything that's involved with Bravo, mm-hmm. um, because she feels like they blacklisted her from Hollywood. You know, she's been blacklisted. And not only that, there was a lot of racial things that was said on Real Housewives of Atlanta that they let fly. Um, specifically when Kim Zol Zolziak Zol, Zol Miss Tardy for the party. When mm-hmm. when Miss Tardy put for the party was on there, she she said a lot of inappropriate racist things that Nini said was not, you know, appropriate, and it made for a very tense work environment, filming environment, and they did nothing for it. Actually, they encouraged it. So she's suing them about that, and then also she was supposed to have a radio show on Sirius XM that didn't happen because Andy Cohen told the producers that, hey, listen, Nene is going to ask you for a lot of money. And you probably shouldn't, like, I don't know if he said, alleged, I don't know if he said, you know, you probably shouldn't work with her, but he said Nene is going to ask for a lot of money. Why folks always trying to stop our bags? Exactly. Ain't nobody stopping your bag, Andy? Well... One thing that I've noticed is Andy has always been, he's treated the black housewives differently than he treats the white housewives. 100%. Um, and if we're honest, I, listen, I don't listen. want to see good things happen for Andy until he does right for Nene, until he does right by Nene. You know how Lee Daniels had all them shows that kept getting canceled because he didn't do right by Monique? Keep that same energy. We want we listen, Lord. We want do your work. Curse. <laughs> do your work. Do your work, Lord. Remember the Sierra's prayer. <laughs> let's go ahead and like let's tap. Nina needs to tap into that Monique prayer. <laughs> I all I'm saying is I knew Andy Cohen 
wasn't Jack Dilly squat when he kicked Portia out of the reunion show that one year when mm-hmm. she had gotten to a fight with I forgot who she got into a fight with. Was mm. it um oh it was um Kenya when she got into a fight with Kenya? Yeah, and then they kicked her out. Yeah. Listen, at the end of the day, the most famous housewife, a lot of people will say it's candy, which it is what it is, but no. The most famous housewife is Nene all day. Nene it's Nene. Is Nene is the, the show. When you think of the real housewives, mm-hmm. not just the real housewives of Atlanta, when just you think of the real housewives brand, the first person that is going to come is to Nene. your head is Nene, is Nene Leakes. And you can't tell me otherwise. And the second person is probably that um that white chick from New Jersey. I can't remember her name. I don't know her. Sorry to this woman. Um, but we're not giving her a platform. So <laughs> <laughs> it's about Nini, right? This is about Nini. This is about Nini. But Nini is, I don't know, it's not Teresa, it's somebody else. What but do- um we don't okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, Nini, Nini is number one. She's number one for sure. Can yeah, okay, yeah, Nini, Nini leaks. Our producers in the chat giving us like clues. Okay, um, <laughs> well, I hope Nini gets her bag. I hope Black China gets her bag right because Black China's in battled in a court case with the Kardashians. Run it up. Um, yeah, run just it run up. it up. All these people who um prey on black folks. And who prey on black culture and who pimp our culture for their profit. I just hope that they all have to pay. <laughs> 100 recompense is the word. Ha! Run it up. Come I on, want them to run it up. Hey, and the crazy baby. thing is, I'm not that big of a black China fan. Me neither. But at all. But it's Anybody who I'm rooting for anybody who goes like how I hate, I don't hate, but how I dislike Kevin Durant and I mm-hmm. root for anybody who goes against Kevin Durant. I feel the same way about the Kardashians. <laughs> Whoever it is, I want them to beat the Kardashians. Call me a hater, but hey, I, I don't like them witches. Run it up. <laughs> what, what, what did Kanan say in power? Whatever, whatever they said he did, he did that shit. He did it. <laughs> he did, he did it. it. <laughs> All right, y'all. We are gonna go to break, and then um, on the other half of the break, we got a very, very spicy conversation. Very spicy conversation. So you are listening to Conversations for the Culture. We will be back after this. So yesterday we did an interview with the Shade Room, and the Shade Room, of course, only uh, posted a part of the interview, and this is the part that <laughs> they said, posted. Of course, I'm sure so many women can relate. Like. You want to reward that man for that work. And the only reward that you have to offer is an orgasm. But even if I didn't feel it, I would still be performative. So yes, I was faking it. We got into like a a argument and then she was like, well, you know, I don't be having an orgasm. And I was like, what? And she was like, I don't. I'm like, no, yes, you do. I hear it. Like, and she was like, no, I'm faking it. I'm like, every time? And she was like, yeah. And then that just crushed me because I thought I was putting in work. Like, I, I'm sitting there thinking I'm, you know, 
Big Daddy Long Leg. Big Daddy Long Leg. <laughs> I, th I thought I was Mandingo. Even if you are Big Daddy Long Leg, that don't mean that you're doing it right. Okay. All right. So let's open. Let's, right. let's, let's open up the phone line. You ain't working that middle just because you Big Daddy Long Leg. You gotta know what you're doing down there. Five eight. All right, y'all. So you just heard <laughs> this clip of um, the Breakfast Club's um, DJ Envy and his wife Gia Casey. They just dropped their own. Um, they just dropped a um, book together, right? <laughs> they, they dropped the book together. But um, what you just heard was a piece of an interview where she said that for ten years—that's a decade, y'all. For ten years, that's two presidents terms plus two years <laughs> for 10 years she faked her she faked her orgasm okay um so we're gonna talk about it we're gonna go there right i said we don't avoid conversations on um we don't avoid conversation on conversations for the culture so and producer you can feel free to if you need to say anything because all this mouthing at the camera is be confusing me sometimes <laughs> I'm like, what is she saying? <laughs> wait, wait. Stop playing. Leave Lizzie alone. I'm just saying. I'd be like, wait, what? I can't read lips that well. Um, Portia, listen. Have you ever have you ever faked it? Oh, what? Am I a woman? Absolutely. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like, and that's real unfortunate that I have to say that. Mm -hmm. That is real unfortunate. Um, but yeah, I have. Guys just, men do not, I'm not going to say men, I'm not going to say all men, but yeah. some men, most men, do not know how to please, please their partner, think, their woman. And uh, homegirl, homegirl is a trooper. 10 years? I Ten think years. it's because most men just like want to get in and get out. <laughs> right? They just want to go in there and be like, Da, da, da. And then they'd be like, whew, I'm good. It. Without making sure that their partner <laughs> is good. I'm coming off from you. I'm coming off from you. 10 years. 10, Ten years. years. 10 years. I can't. It could never be me. It could well, never. never be me. Now, when they talked about it more, they said that it wasn't like for real, for it wasn't every single time, but throughout those 10 years, she, I feel so like she never said that she never got. She never. She didn't say that she never had an orgasm in ten years. But I feel like she's she lying. said that she had to fake them a lot. I feel like she's lying. I feel like she's trying to cover a little bit for her husband. Like, what kind of love is that? I need to know what. Listen, what else does he do? Me, I don't understand. Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. In my past relationship, I had to. I had to fake it a mm -hmm. lot. A lot. A lot. Well, so why didn't you speak up? That's my thing. That I'm, like I'm, I, mean, I, I did. Too I did. I did. Listen, we could have a whole conversation about that alone. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> we could. We could. But see, here's the thing. I know this equally is not good, y'all. Just, just end it, break up, whatever. But it had gotten to a point where I had just got tired. Mm -hmm. I had just got tired. So I just stopped having sex with my partner all together. And we, right, the year before we had officially broken up, we hadn't had sex in a year. What? Wow. He was wow. having sex somewhere. I would, now you sound like more. <laughs> now you sound like what? No, I was not because I was just like, I'm tired, but I'm not going to go cheat. 
Well, he was having sex somewhere then. He wasn't about to cheat on me. Oh, trust me. He was not <laughs> she said, "I got it like that." Oh, <laughs> what's crazy? Yeah, that's like, not to say that he wasn't like annoyed or pissed or like right. what's what's going on, what's happening, like why. So, did I, you ever tell him, like, "Yo, it ain't hidden"? Like, you don't. Did you ever say anything? I did. And, and what was his response? <laughs> he oh, was just kind of like just. I don't know. That sounds like a you. It was almost like a that sounds like a you problem. Oh. Or for instance, like I would tell him, I'd be like, hey, because this was a few years removed, but I was I was in my upper 20s. So I was like mm-hmm. 27, 28, um, 29. Yeah, yeah, about 29. So I'm like, hey, you know, I need a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> I need a little bit more, you know, stimulation. I'm not, I'm not a little girl. I'm not, you know, younger as right. young as I was. I can't, I'm just not always going to be ready to go all the time. Right. You got to touch me, tease me, please me. Right. <laughs> Shout out to Foxy Brown. Um, so, yeah. And I was oh, just like, so he know, didn't believe in four. Okay. He didn't, he didn't believe, believe in foreplay. Four and I was just like, Oh, I was like, really. why, why? And he was just like, it's a waste of time. I said, what? <laughs> it's a waste of time to uh, me. What the hell is wrong with him? That was, oh, that was, was literally verbatim when he said, I feel like it's a waste of time. And then I would tell him, I'd be like, hey, well, I need a little bit more time, you know, to to yeah. rub to rub the engine up to get going. He was just like, well, why? Your body, my body. Your body, my body, like you gotta stimulate, <laughs> right? That's what's wrong with people. People don't know how to stimulate. You can't just pop without the ba-da-da. You gotta first do the ba-da-da before you get to the ba. <laughs> I wish y'all could see me right now. Yeah, but for I you guys, for know. women, it's a lot easier. Like men, we can't really fake it. Yeah, yeah. Like, no. Cause there's you know evidence and I, I, I. <laughs> like I won't lie though. One time I <laughs> I was just over it, right? <laughs> and I was like, "Please tell me you didn't spit please. on the girl." And try- <laughs> I was like, ah! "How did this work?" Ah! 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 <laughs> did you just fake that? <laughs> no, no, no. Let me see. I said, hold on, I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. (laughs) 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 But it's not as easy for us to fake any, like, it's just we can't fake it like that. Absolutely. We we can't fake it. But no, that's crazy. Like 10 years and your partner's not getting orgasms. Mm. I also want to point out that um it's very possible that he's never given her an orgasm because let's be clear, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, for women coming Ooh. and having an orgasm we go in there. are two entirely different things. Exactly. Those are two entirely different things. <laughs> so it's very possible that he's never made her orgasm. I want to say that. I think that right now... I think now he had because remember, he, there was times where he was cheating and all of that. 
So during that time, probably where they probably weren't emotionally connected either, there was probably that's probably a disconnect as well, which people don't realize. Because for women, for y'all, a lot of the times now, some of y'all just hey, y'all, let me get it. But for a lot of y'all, it is a very it gotta have that that emotional connection. All these things have to be right. Y'all can't be arguing or fighting, or you're gonna have a quote unquote headache and not want to have sex, right? Um, <laughs> oh, I have a headache. Oh, I'm on my period. <laughs> but um, <laughs> wow. Listen, it'd be the excuse. Some of y'all be lying. Some of y'all be lying. Be like, hold up. You had a period last week. How you got it again? (laughs) (laughs) Talk about. You just don't want to have sex. But no, it's like emotional. And that emotional connection is real too. So I feel like maybe now that they're on the right path, you know, he be having her doing what it do. You will never know. No. And I don't, I don't, I just think that you will never know. And from her story that it's just probably not happening. So I want to know her reason for staying with bro. Like, oh I don't, goodness. I don't not you will no, never it's, know. You, you Women won't. are, ca- you listen, can never know. Women are Academy Award. Listen, I could, I could win an Oscar and I'm telling you, <laughs> I could win an Oscar. <laughs> so you're saying most women fake? Yes, actually, yes. we're taught to fake. To be honest, it's like yeah, a we thing. Are. We're taught to fake. We're taught to like I make it this moment for the lying. man, and like, yeah, that's why my friends call me a savage because I will like hold, be like, hold up, because you'll never touch me again. Like, I'm not giving you an award for showing up to the party, but most women are taught that like you need to make him feel good and. You know, it takes time for them to understand you and your body. It's a thing. It's a whole conversation within our community. I feel like I'm like that now, or I will be like that now because I, mm-hmm. I haven't had sex in a very long time. But I, I, think, um, yeah. I feel like I'm definitely now in my 30s. I'm just like, I'm not, bruh. Right. If, it's, if, if you, you're just gonna let the air yawn <laughs> for real, just like, oh, are you done? Oh, okay, cool, great, congratulations. And like, niggas be out here just talking too much, like, they not doing nothing. Niggas be like, you like that, don't you? No, I don't. <laughs> no, stop running. Don't ask me. I'll tell you, like, like, no, I'm definitely at the point in my life is like, don't. Don't ask me because you're going to get your feelings hurt. <laughs> and you just say, nah, not really. <laughs> I definitely could have won an Oscar. It's not I, good. It's not giving what I, people I, are I did the most. <laughs> I was, I guarantee you, I was believable. I was wow. believable. But I Listen, y'all, at, let me know on the Convos for the Culture uh, <laughs> Twitter, right? At Convos FTC. It's going to be the pinned tweet, right? It's going to be the pinned tweet. And just let me know, do y'all fake women, do y'all fake orgasms? Do y'all fake orgasms? Let me know. <laughs> this has been fun. I think this is the first This is the first sex topic we've had on this show, huh? Mm-hmm. I, oh. just, need, I just need men to do better. I just yeah. need y'all to do better, please. Listen. Do better, care, you know, actually want. Because the thing is, is if, if you actually reach that, their women are going to be very attached to you. It was very hard to let go of the man that constantly exactly. that performed. You really, you really want it's somebody. To, you really want a woman to do whatever you want. That's that's the key. That's the key. Well, that sounds really you want her to wake up and make breakfast for you, booty butt naked. 
the next morning, do that. No problem. Listen, no problem. I know I got I I know I got stalker pain. Um <laughs> no. This man says stalker pain. Yes. He said, Why are you being weird to me? <laughs> type that, like, you know, you get like 20. Uh, text messages right after. Oh my god, when can I see you again? I'd be like, Whoa, hold on, <laughs> that's my boyfriend. That's my boyfriend. <laughs> like, whoa, hold on, <sighs> your Uber's outside. Well, ladies and gentlemen, oh. <laughs> your Uber's outside. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Gentlemen, Micah is single if you're curious. Yeah, wait, are you uh, single, Micah? So the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next topic. I'm like Frank Ocean, you know, I don't tell people nothing until it's time to tell people something. Ooh, that's a bar. Y'all gonna see just like eventually y'all just see like a relationship status change on the internet and y'all be like, when did this happen? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Go. Change the subject, Portia. <laughs> Uh, well, you guys. I'm sorry. I guarantee you, I'm gonna get some DMs now because of that <laughs> stalker ping comment. You're welcome. <laughs> um, oh my gosh! Listen, guys, y'all. I'm not doing that. I'm abstinence. It's um. It's a sad day in the Twitter world. Sad day in the Twitter world. Sad day in the Twitter world. Um, Elon Musk has officially bought Twitter for $44 billion, billion dollars. He has mm. said, he has came out with a statement and he's this endeavor. I can't wait to see how far we can take Twitter, how great it can be, how it's already great and amazing, but we we're going to make it better. We're going to take it further. Um, we're going to bring back free speech. Now, I don't know what he means by bringing back freedom of speech mm -hmm. because I've been speaking pretty freely on my Twitter for as long as I've had a Twitter. So what, what do you mean? So I think it's giving power to those people like the Trumps of the world. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and then allowing people to spread misinformation. Right. Because those are the people who've been censored. And yeah. I think probably more there's going to be more hate speech, which I feel like this is not a move. Ugh. I don't think this is the, the direction we should be moving. I, but just know you may have more free speech, but that's not. um freedom from getting your behind packed up because you you can still get packed up out of here. So free speech doesn't mean freedom of consequence. And I think a lot of people conflate those two and they're like, oh, I'm free speech, yeah. free speech. Yeah, there's freedom of speech. But Chris Rock was free to say what he said. He was free to say what he said, but he was also free to catch that smack as well from Will. So it's the same... It's the same concept. It's like, yeah, more free speech. I, I, I think it's going to turn Twitter into a very um, dangerous place, more so than it's already. Because it's already dangerous as hell. It's very harmful. It's very violent. Um, and yeah, I just think that we're going to be... I, I don't like it. I don't like it. 
Listen, Throw it away. I hate to be that person. Um because I love me a, I love me a Tesla. I definitely want a Tesla. But man, why can't you just like like y'all be telling the basketball players to shut up and dribble? Why don't you just shut up and make Teslas? Make it better. Stop making it out of cheap materials. Be- and then can you also send me one, please? Thank you. Can you also send me one, please? <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't like it. I don't like the direction, but only time will tell. Only time will tell. But honestly, a lot of these social media apps are starting to just like really turn me off. Instagram being the main one. I can't mm-hmm. stand Instagram right now. They're it's just <clears throat> they they making they're making a lot of changes and they say the changes are for the smaller creators, but the changes actually hurt the smaller creators and then the people who already have big platforms. Ooh, sorry. It's just it's just helping them. It's just helping them more. It's letting their content be seen more. It's just at this point, I'm over a lot of these social media platforms. Um, it's very predatory. Um, they pray, especially when it comes to black creators. We've seen it on TikTok, we've seen it on YouTube, we've seen it on Instagram. It's like black folks, we make the culture. Black folks is what makes everything hot. Look at TikTok. Every single dance is came from a black person. Every dance that matters. Hello. Um, it's come from a black person and it's like the more and more we give them, the more and more that they take away from us, the more and more that they highlight and put shine on other people. Right. Um, and it just, it's just annoying. It's annoying that these white creators can take our dances and then they'll be featured more than the person who actually created the dance. So one thing that we have to do is when black people do go ahead and they do release their own um, social media platforms, we have to do a better job at supporting them. Because one thing, one, one instance will be like, oh, we don't have anything of our own. And then when it comes out, we're like, oh, this is ghetto. Oh, this is janky. Oh, this is, they got a lot of glitches. Okay, Instagram goes down at least once a month. At least once a month. But y'all still run y'all Chase tails go down. Hello? And y'all run y'all tails over there, right? To the master's platform, to the master's plantation, and have no 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 smoke with it. But then when it comes to us, it's like, oh, this app just released and it's not to the same level as Facebook. Facebook has been out forever. Hello? So I feel like we need to start supporting our own platforms and not putting so much emphasis on their stuff because yeah. we will never win fully on their stuff. Especially when there are a lot of black tech people behind the Instagrams, behind the Facebooks, behind the Twitters. There are a lot of people that work in black tech mm-hmm. um, or in tech. Um, so shout out to everyone that's in tech, black and in tech. Um, yeah. And bring tag back. Bring tag. You Did you remember tag? What was that? That was the social media um, back in the day. Mm-mm. Back in the MySpace days, they had MySpace. You had tag. Tagged was for the black people. Or Black Planet. You remember Black Planet? Of course. That's what we need to bring back. Black Planet. Bring back All right. Black Planet. Please. I love Black Planet. I actually don't really remember it that much, but <laughs> yeah, I feel like it was really dope. Yeah, it was. It was. I wasn't on it that much, but 
Yeah, I remember Life Planet. It was all good right. Times. Good times. Well, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. This is the continuing story, so we're gonna see what uh what is looking like. We're gonna see what is looking like when it comes to that. But we're gonna take one more break, and then on the other side of this break, we're gonna talk about something that's very important and very serious. So you are listening to the conversations for the culture. We will be back after this. What up, fellas? This one is for you. I need y'all to go get Baggage Claim by Blake Martin. You can get it on Amazon, all right? So when people ask, is that on Amazon? Say, yeah, it's on Amazon. But check it out. If you are a black boy, if you are a black man, you need Baggage Claim by Blake Martin. In this insightful, emotional, and thought-provoking memoir, fashion mogul Blake Martin bears his soul and guides his audience through his childhood trauma. Through entertaining stories and brutal honesty, Martin stands on the pedestal of his truth as a child who was abandoned, raped, addicted, and homeless before even reaching high school. Martin challenges our minds on how to approach black boys and black men in the spaces of their trauma. Check it out. We all need this one. Fellas, I need you to go get this book right now. It's on Amazon. All right. And now back to the show. everybody we are back we are back and y'all protect black women at all costs at all costs so we're gonna have a we, we, we're gonna have a conversation okay we are going to have a conversation and i hope y'all are ready for it um it's protect black women until it's actually time to protect black women right like right. like Last year it was up and it stuck. Oh yeah, we protecting black women. But then it's like most people don't protect black women in real life. It's just a buzzword, right? It's oh protect black women. But then when a black woman is like, hey, I was sexually assaulted, I was molested, I was raped. It's like, well, what did you do? Oh well, are you sure? Oh, did you give him any signals, any signs? Like black men are going out of their way to sit here and attack. Um, Meg the Stallion talking about she was fake crying, talking about she's lying and she definitely had sex with Tori, even though she said that she didn't. Um, like all of these things. And my thing is, why is it that we always, always, always are trying to protect predators, protect problematic men? If you look at some of the men in the um in the news cycle that we're protecting right now, it's Trey Songs. Multiple people have said multiple things about Trey Songs. Kiki Palmer told us about Trey Songs. Like, so many people have said stuff about Trey Songs, and it's like, oh, maybe they're lying. Bill Cosby, maybe they're lying. Um, the baby, like, the baby is in the news every single freaking week. Multiple stories. He's shooting somebody, he's beating somebody's up, he got issues with this baby mama, and y'all still out here booty clapping for the baby. <laughs> <laughs> then we go over to Tory and Lanes, same type of thing, booty clapping for this uh, melanin midget, and it's like, <laughs> and it's like I don't melanin know, midget. <laughs> midget. I think that's a disrespect. That's a, that is a derogatory term. <laughs> they prefer little person. Okay, people are out here booty clapping for this melanin munchkin. Okay, <laughs> and it's like. Why? <laughs> Why? Why y'all love Daystar that much? That his music isn't even all that good. His music ain't that good for me. 
first of all, he can't make an original song to save his life. Every song is a cover. Sample. It's a sample of something. Say it. Now that one went hard. Do it. But that was a cover. A sample. I I I a sample sample songs from a sample nigga. A sample size nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm giving y'all bars. Today. Oh my I'm god! Clips today. Oh my god! Sample songs from a sample size nigga. <laughs> Listen, I use that word too much on this podcast, so I'm gonna stop using it so much. All right, I'm this gonna stop using conversations so for the culture, huh? I said this is conversations for the culture. Yeah, Whether but it's, like it somebody, or not, it's part of the culture. But we we're not gonna get into that. Somebody today. no, somebody messaged me and they're like, I think it's irresponsible that you're using that word on your platform. And I was like, you know, yeah, it's probably not the best word to use, but at the same time, um <laughs> it's my show, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted to write back. I was like, oh, okay. I said, I said, I'll take it into consideration. But no, why do you think it's all and I had a conversation on um Instagram this week earlier in the week and we had this topic uh, type of conversation it was protect black women or protect predators and what was crazy is that it was like what if they're lying and then somebody brought up uh emmett till right somebody brought up emmett till <laughs> as like you know that white woman lied on emmett till somebody um brought up the central park five and talking about how a white woman did that and then they were trying to they said that they weren't correlating the two but why is it when we're talking about protecting black women, do we have to talk about the black women who are lying or we talk about, well, black men experience this too. That's very what white people do when white people, when we talk well, about our issues and white people say, well, um, I grew up in a trailer park, so I know struggle too. Yeah, but you're still white and you still have privilege. I, first of all, when you bring up instances like Emmett Till, for mm -hmm. Central Park Five. Didn't both of those instances include a white woman? Hello. Thank you so both much. Both of those instances included mm -hmm. a white woman. <laughs> so you cannot bring up like examples like Emmett Till and Central Park Five because those are not examples. Those are exemptions. Exemptions that Ooh. actually have nothing to do with Black women. Yes. Because yes. once again, you are showing us that Black women aren't being heard because you're not paying attention to the Black women. You're bringing up something that has something to do with a white woman. Because a white woman, all she has to say is that it happened. A black exactly. woman says it happened, and then it's like, well, what did you do? What did you say to him? Are you sure? Are you sure you're not after clout? Are you sure you're not after money? Are you sure you're not trying to do this, that, and the other? People don't do that to white women. They believe them. They listen to them, and they believe them. They listen to them, and they trust them. They listen to them and say, we have to help you. We have to support you. We have to love you, blah, blah, blah. So I think it's dishonest, and people are being willfully obtuse when they... <laughs> When they um sit here and they say, Well, what about this? Well, what about that? It's like, let's stop what about in it, right? Let's play um something that Damani said. Me and Damani talked about on Tuesday is um don't play devil devil devil. What is a devil? <laughs> don't devil play devil's advocate. advocate with my life. 
Don't play devil advocate with my lived experience. Because this is my life. This is my lived experience. It goes the same way. Like, don't play devil. They sit here telling you that they've been molested. They've been assaulted. They've been raped. Whatever it is. Don't play devil devil's advocate with their lived experience. That's dangerous. Really dangerous. And black women have always been on the front lines of everything. And even when they haven't been the face of a movement, they've been behind the movement. You look Hello. at the Black Panthers, right? Power to the people. I am the revolution. Brothers and sisters, I am the revolution. There would be no Fred Hampton without the powerful Black woman behind him. Hello? The Black Panther true. Party at its core has so many amazing women. Asada Shakur. Right, we have nothing to lose but our chains. They had Angela Davis, they had Kathleen Cleaver, like all of these amazing Elaine Brown. They had all these amazing um women behind the scenes, women pushing the move the movement forward. Dr. King was amazing, right? But Dr. King wouldn't be where he was at without Coretta. Coretta Stop gave up Coretta. a lot. Coretta gave up a lot. She was a whole entire like opera singer, super talented. She could have been a singer and an actress and a dancer and like really made a name for her, but she took a step back and she put her own priorities um, so she could make sure that he lived in his purpose. You look at people like even Michelle Obama, who's taken a step back. Michelle Obama is, she's probably even more, uh, has more range and more intelligence and education than Barack. Hello? Right? But she took a step back and she like, this is your dream. This is your goal. This is our, this is the prize. So this, this is what we're striving for. So we have to, so I'm going to take a step back. And we see that so many times, black women who put their dreams on hold for their black man. So it's like the least you could do is go ahead and support black women and protect them. And protecting black women doesn't mean you only protect the women that you're in relationship with, right? The, oh, well, my sister's black. My mom's black. Okay, yeah, but you got to protect more than that. It's more than the people you're sleeping with. And if we're being honest, most of y'all don't even protect the women, the black women who you're sleeping with. Hello? Hello? <laughs> like, y'all don't. And then because y'all, if black men, here we go. Oh, my goodness. Oh my goodness. He got too excited, y'all. He got a little too excited. I got too excited and I undid my mic. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. Okay. Okay. Yes. I love that word, cis hat. Cis <laughs> <laughs> hat black men spent more time worrying about protecting their women, protecting their families, instead of trying to defend quote unquote black masculinity and trying to defend against the black gay agenda. If you haven't heard the latest episode, make sure that you go back and listen to the black gay agenda part two. If you didn't hear part one, make sure you listen to that as well. Right. But if they spent more time doing that, we'd be in a better place because I hate to say it, but um, black gay people aren't the reason why our communities are where they're at. At all. They're not the reason why we have broken homes and broken families. Nope. It's a lot of men not having dick discipline. 
it's a lot of men not being able to control the ping, right? And you sticking it anywhere and everywhere and then not being able to protect and support those women um, and being there for your families. But instead of taking ownership of it as a collective, and it's not all men, of course, okay, before somebody's like, I take care of my kids. Okay, and then stay your ashy behind over there, continue to take care of them, but then you should call your brothers to the carpet because everybody we all have an ain't ish negro who's a friend of ours right who got maybe or maybe you're the eight ish negro but if you're not everybody has that person that they know multiple baby mamas they talking to like six females i mean six women at the same time this that and the other right um and it's just like are you checking that person so if you're someone who loves and supports and protects black women, that's perfect. Instead of getting offended when you hear people say stuff, what I'm saying, then say, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to check the men who aren't doing it. The same manner that we want white, quote unquote, allies to check their cousins who are racist, check their cousins who are prejudiced, right? That's what mm -hmm. your job is to do. Check those people. Bring them to the car carpet. Accountability. That's what protecting black women looks like, is actually listening to them hearing them not listening to respond right to get your stuff off to be like oh well I, I i experienced this too i experienced that too okay but that's not what we're talking about right now it's not a finger point and this is something that i've had to even do in my own life in my relationships and my friendships or whatever when somebody brings up an issue that your your the your response should be actually listen to the issue and respond to that issue right and discuss that it's not well you did this to me two weeks ago well you should have brought that up two weeks ago you don't bring up issues with somebody else you don't bring up issues that you had um because somebody else brought up an issue that they had with you if you have an issue bring it up in the moment when it offends you when and that's what's wrong with us we don't speak we your don't peace brother Speak your peace. You got to communicate, y'all. We got to communicate. So protecting black women is more than a hashtag. It's more than a cool t-shirt that you wear. It's it's something that you live every single day. Yeah, 100%. I agree with everything that you said because, you know, as a black woman, I can't, um, you know, I agree with what you're saying. And look at the um, front lines. Who's on the front lines so many times? Yeah. It's the people y'all yeah. hate the most. Black men. I mean, black women. Black LGBTQ people. They're always on the front lines of every single movement, if you look at it. Always. The mm -hmm. people you hate the most. The people you out here calling bitches. The people you out here calling faggots. <laughs> are the same one who are defending you. Speaking up for you, standing with you. Just look at it. George Floyd, it happened with George Floyd. It happened with Michael Brown. It happened with Breonna Taylor. Well, obviously. It happened with Freddie Gray. It happened with Trayvon Martin. Like I could just name names. Philando Castile. Always happening. Yeah. <laughs> the only agenda that I really think that is in the Black community is the agenda of people not being accountable for their actions. And that's across the diaspora, right? 
That's yeah. re- that's regardless if you're straight, gay, Christian, Muslim, whatever, whatever, whatever. Not only that, it's the lack of accountability and then also the lack of awareness because we might have philosophical differences. We might have fundamental differences. We might, you might be a Muslim and I might be a Christian, but at the end of the day, we're all black. And until we realize that we're all black and we have to work together to get to where we want to go, we're going to continue to see this. There's too much division. And that's obviously, um, I feel like that's definitely has a lot to do with white patriarchy and white supremacy. White supremacy. <laughs> yes. You know, I want to get the, that off. The crackers. <laughs> the crackers. <laughs> but it is white supremacy because they've taught us, what did Malcolm X say? Brother Malcolm said, who taught you to hate yourself? Who taught you to hate yourself? And we, from generation to generation, we go ahead and we just find more division, right? More reasons to for us to be divided. And we have more similarities than we think. We have a lot more similarities than we think. A lot more, a lot more. Because it shouldn't be, it's unfortunate that as a culture, how much power we have. Mm-hmm. Our culture just oversees every single country, every single person. Everyone wants some sort or some piece of Black culture. And the fact that we are one of the main minorities in the world that cannot come together as a community and have I don't know, like just camaraderie, camaraderie and, mm-hmm. you know, a sense of togetherness. We always have to be crabs in a barrel. And everybody you don't wants see to that be a- from Latin communities. You don't see that mm-hmm. from Asian communities. You don't see that from Middle Eastern communities. Or would that be considered Asian communities? No, you you said it right. Okay, um, but <laughs> but um, yeah, like you don't you don't see that you don't see that in the fact that there's so much power in that, and they're absolutely afraid of that. Mm. They're afraid of that, and that's why they tear it down every single time that they could that they can. Black Wall mm. Street. That's why they tore it down. Mm that there there's no other explanation for it they know how powerful we can be united so and the fact that we control we control culture pop culture is black culture facts everybody wants to be us but nobody wants to see us exactly and yeah i think what you said there though we got to unite the people united Will never be defeated. Hello. We used to we used to chant that out, but that's the thing. It was, it's like, oh, that's a chant that you do during the march, but then when you leave the march, you don't actually live it. Right. We gotta we gotta actually live what we march about. We gotta live what we tweet about. We gotta live what we post about. Like we gotta live these things. Cause for a lot of time, for a lot of people, this has been just it was a moment and not a movement. A movement continues to go. A moment is fading. A moment is fleeting. And that's the problem. 
we 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 get to a point that's like yes we're 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 getting there right like mm -hmm. just during the pandemic everybody was like yes 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 black lives matter support black businesses everybody was starting black businesses we was all into it now Juneteenth was popping um now fast forward two years we're seeing it here even in chicago we got two uh we you know we the silver room black party silver room is a black owned business here in chicago um eric williams is an amazing black entrepreneur who does a lot for the community right the silver room block party used to be free this year is 50 dollars for the two-day pass early bird two-day pass right people are complaining now because they have to pay but two That's years true. ago Two years ago, you was all about Black-owned businesses, but you want them to bring in artists, like, you want to bring in, like, do all of this, and then you want it for free? Like, we got to we gotta stop doing that. But then y'all would take y'all tails over to Lollapalooza. Boom! You take your tails to Lollapalooza, pay all this money to go to Coachella, but then when it's us trying to do the same exact thing, it's like, oh, why are, we, why are they charging? They're money-hungry. Mm-hmm. Or why do I have to pay this much? Brian. But you get Starbucks $50 a week. Hello? Wake that up. Because I really do be giving Starbucks all my money. Can somebody <laughs> black make the uh, Starbucks equivalent? I'll start coming to y'all. I promise I will. Well, I mean, you should be going to Sip and Savor here in Chicago, but that's neither here or there. Is that just on the south side? Um, I believe there's one. Oh, yeah, you live out west. <laughs> but I'm sure there's... Um... Here you go. <laughs> I'm sure there's black owned Chicago. There's black owned coffee shops in, um, on the west side. You just gotta look it up. Simple Google search. All right. I need you to at least one out of one of those couple of days you'd be spending at Starbucks. I need you to give you. I need you to at least once a week go ahead and give your money to a black owned coffee shop. I got you. All right. Thank you. Power to the people. <laughs> All right, y'all. This has been another week. You see what we just did. Um, even though he shaded the west side, but it's all right. No, that's not even that's not even shade. It's just a matter of sure, um, Jan. It's not. <laughs> it's not shade. It's just a matter of hey, I'm always going to. You should know me by now. I'm always going to push black owned businesses. Period. 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 All right, y'all. Let them know, Portia. Let them know where they can find you. Where they can find your girl. You can find me on Instagram, Porsche Baby 90. You can also find me on Twitter talking that nonsense or at least retweeting the nonsense. Um, Porsche Baby 90. That is P-O-R-S-H-B-B-Y 90, not BBL, BBY, y'all. BBY, not BBL. <laughs> All right, y'all. You can follow me on Instagram at it's Micah B, TikTok at it's Micah B. I had a really dope um TikTok that um did some numbers the other day and pissed some people off. It was about inviting people to the cookout, so that was fun. Um, we should stop. Yeah, they really should stop. And somebody was like, um, oh, this if this if the roles were reversed, y'all would be up in arms if we said this. And then another person commented, it's like, nobody wants to come to your dry-ass, unseasoned cookout anyways. And I was like, yes! That's what's up. You have other people fight your battles. I love that. You start inviting people to the cookout, they get a little too, little bit too comfortable. Yeah, and then they'd be like, Way too comfortable. Um, so yeah, you can find me on um uh, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at it's Micah B. If you want to follow the show, you can follow the show on Convos FTC. 
That's Convos FTC on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, make sure that you go ahead and you let us know if you've gone and, you know, you've been faking your <laughs> orgasms, all right? If you've been faking your orgasms, let us know on that pinned tweet. Lastly, y'all, text Convos to 773-923-3774. That's 773-923-3774 if you want to go ahead and uh, be involved with the Discord. Not only that, but you will also be able to... Um, you know, get in on this pat Patreon when we go ahead and we launch the Patreon. Next week is a big week for me, y'all. It's a big week for Portia. It's a big week for the show. Why? Because it's the 25th episode. So that's going Do to be. Do you know what next week is? <laughs> it's yeah. the 25th episode. <laughs> I love episode. that. Oh, um, <laughs> so yeah, 25 episodes in. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Um, let me see what else do we have. That's about it. I'll be back on Tuesday. Don't know what we're gonna talk about, but it's gonna be a um, it's gonna be maybe it will just be me solo. Okay, maybe, 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 maybe. I still gotta tell you a story about when I was in the hospital <laughs> last month. So I might tell y'all about that. I forgot oh, to tell y'all yeah. about that because <laughs> I went gave on me a heart attack. Listen, I almost I went on this little you could say it was a trip. <laughs> um so we might talk a about little that. rocky ship. On a rocky ship. <laughs> I was on my kid cuddy, um, unbeknownst <laughs> to me. Um, so we might talk about that. Um, but yeah, y'all, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. Uh, make sure that you do us a favor and actually rate and review the show, okay? Rate and review the show so people you know, so we can really get pushed up into this algo rhythm. All right. So we could get pushed up in this algo rhythm. You got anything else for the people before we get out of here in Portia? Listen, all you got to do is stay black and die. You ain't got to do nothing else. <laughs> there you go. Stay black and die. Also, y'all, Kings of Rise is back up, y'all. So go to kingsarise.com, www.kingsarise.com. Get yourself a hoodie. Get yourself a shirt. Get yourself some joggers. Fellas. Get some sweatpants for the people to get some great, great, great joggers so you can, you know, get your thirst traps going, right? It's that season. It's that thirst trap season. So, <laughs> so make sure you go ahead and you do that so you can get your lady and then hopefully she's not out here faking her orgasms. That's all we got. <laughs> That's all we got. We will see you next week. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye.